Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. On today's show, we're going to give you the latest on Twitch. Sylvester Stallone, Sharon Osbourne, Janelle Monet, Joe Budden, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzz warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on the top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when our broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy and very cold 45 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for hanging out with me once again on this Wednesday afternoon. So, how has everyone been? The holidays is here. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you do to celebrate the holidays. Um, we wasn't on the air last week, but there was so much news going on uh, as far as the world of entertainment. We just lost uh, uh, DJ Twitch, Stephen Twitch boss from the, uh, the Ellen DeGeneres show. We're going to be remembering him this week and talking about um, his mother, actually. She's still mourning his death, which is understandable. And we're going to talk about uh, the last conversation she had with him. Also this week, we're going to be talking about Sylvester Stallone. Uh, He has left his fans heartbroken. I'll tell you what he did. Sharon Osbourne is giving her fans an update on how she's doing after she was rushed to the hospital for a medical emergency. And Janelle Monet has been announced as a recipient of the See Her Award, which will be presented at the 28th Annual Critic Choice Awards. And Joe Budden has offered an apology to Megan Thee Stallion. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So how is everybody doing? How has everybody been? Um, I hope that everybody's excited. Christmas is this weekend. 
I tell you, it went so fast, you know. Before we were just celebrating Halloween and Thanksgiving, and now uh, we got uh, two holidays down and one to go, New Year's, just around the corner. And uh, also, I just wanted to remind you guys to make sure you tune in to our year-end show. Uh, Every year we do a rundown of all the top stories that made the year the hottest uh, topic of that year as far as movies, television shows, breakups, couples, you name it. So make sure you tune in for that. So uh, how is everybody doing? Um, you know, we wasn't on the sh- uh, air last week, and uh, there was a lot of things going on. We just found out the heartbreaking news about Stephen Twitch boss. Uh, he was the uh, DJ for, for the Ellen DeGeneres show. You know him from such shows, So You Can Think You Can Dance. Uh, he was also... Um, in the uh, Step Up movies, the franchise. And uh, his mother is talking about uh, still mourning his death. Um, it was such a shock because nobody knew, you know, he was on uh, Instagram and on TikTok. He and his wife, Allison, were doing the dances. And it looked just fine. It looked like he was having a good time and just having a great time with his wife doing all these different dances, but deep down, deep down inside, he was not doing okay. And um, you know, and 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 like I say, you really don't know what is a person goes through just by looking at them. You know, you see them on on social media, living it up, having a good time, laughing, joking, living the high life, living the good life. When deep down inside, they're sad. They're depressed, they're unhappy. So we're going to be talking about uh, Stephen Twitch Boss' uh, mother, who she is still mourning his death. Also last week we talked about BTS. Uh, one of the members, Jen, uh, finally uh, went into the is doing started his military duty. Uh, his his uh, the rest of the BTS members join him and uh, they accompany him on his uh, uh, his start on doing fulfilling his military requirements. That was one of the big news last week. And, um, you know, it's just like, you know, when you don't do a show, there's so much that you miss. But, um, again, yeah, we're we're talking about Stephen Twitch Boss and how if you're going through something, if you um, know anybody who is going through a crisis, who is not feeling great, I'm going to give you the number to the uh, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Um, Also, um, we're going to be talking about Sylvester Stallone. He had left his fans heartbroken. Um, Sharon Osbourne was just recently in the hospital, and Janelle Monet has been announced as a recipient of the See Her Award. And uh, Joe Budden, we got some talking to do about Mr. Joe Budden. And uh, also, speaking of BTS, get ready, because they're getting ready to do a, another concert film. So let's get started. Let's get right into it. Uh, Stephen Twitch boss mother, Connie Boss Alexander, is still mourning his death. And on Tuesday, Connie posted a screenshot of a FaceTime conversation with her son alongside a heartbreaking message. And this is what she wrote over the picture. She said, quote, oh, if only I could FaceTime to heaven. In the photo, Boss seemed to be showing off a tux while his mom looked on. Uh, Boss died last week at the age of 40. His official cause of death was ruled a suicide by the Los Angeles coroner office. And following the news of the Ellen DeGeneres show DJ's death, Connie took to her Instagram story to share a message to the, for the people who reached out to her. She said, quote, family and friends, thank you for all the love, prayers, and encouragement. Please know I see all the messages, texts, posts, and the phone calls. I can't use words right now. Please know I will reach out when I can. Please continue to keep us in prayer. Stephen Laurel, your mother loves you to eternity and beyond. Unquote. The So You Think You Can Dare Star Death was confirmed by his wife, Allison Holker, in a statement to E.T. Um, 
This is what she, uh, Allison Holker, shared in a statement to ET. She said, quote, it is with heaviest of heart that I have to share my husband Stephen has left us. Um, Stephen lit up every room he stepped into. He valued family, friends, and community above all else, and leading with love and light was everything to him. He was the backbone of our family, the best husband and father, and an inspiration to his family. To say he left a legacy would be an understatement, and his positive impact would continue to be felt. I am certain that there won't be a day that goes by that we won't honor his memory. We ask for privacy during this difficult time for myself and especially for our three children. Boss and Hawkner uh, share a 13-year-old Wesley, 6-year-old Maddox, and 3-year-old Zaya. Last week, a source told ET that in the days since her husband's death, Hochner had been surrounded by family and friends and is trying to cope the best she can. And according to Deadline, the couple had two projects in the work with HGTV. The dancers were in the process of developing their own show called Living the Dream, which would help first-time home buyers find homes. Uh, Boss and Hawker Hawker was also working on a show that would have have them oversee the construction of a full-size Malibu Barbie dream house, a home has even been selected for the project with HGTV finding a place in Santa Clarita, California to renovate. Filming was scheduled to commence in January, just one month after the dancer's death. If you or someone you know is considering suicide, please, please contact the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988-TEXT-STRENGTH S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H to the Crisis Text Line at 741-741 or go to 988lifeline.org. Sylvester Stallone has left his fans heartbroken. Fans of the Rocky Rocky Balboa star has fumed on social media after the actor left an expensive meet-and-greet event earlier than expected. The 76-year-old star was booked for the experience with Sylvester Stallone Live, an event sponsored by a company called Experience With, and during the event, fans were supposed to be uh, able to have dinner, hear the actor talk on stage, and bid on signed memorabilia. There was a number of different ticket packages available, including some that included a photo opportunity costing between 750 to $1,250. It's reported that some fans who had bought the package were left disappointed when time ran out and slide left before everyone had their photo taken with him. TMZ reported that an email sent to the disappointing fan read, quote, the reason the photo did not go as planned is that Mr. Stallone had to leave the event earlier than expected and was not feeling 100%. Our event had been very demanding. We have to respect the celebrities' wishes at all times, unquote. However, a source close to the actor told the outlet that Sly contract only committed him to a certain time for the photo op and that he stayed longer than he was obligated to. The source is reported to have blamed the event organizers for overselling the amount of packages available during the limited amount of time allocated. Now, the Mirror reported that the company had confirmed that around 100 fans was left without photos, with them getting through 60% of the promised pictures. Experience Wit has also said that all customers had been contacted and offered a full refund or the option to attend another event with the expendable actor in the future. Right now, we have a quarter after uh, the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on the top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com. That's Entertainment.Radio. Go to Twitter at That's Entertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain. And then number one, you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. 
Sharon Osbourne is giving her fans an update on how she's doing after she rushed to the hospital for a medical emergency. Taken to her social media platform, the wife of Ozzy Osbourne says she is doing great. The 70-year-old star was rushed to the hospital on Friday, December 16th, after falling ill during filming for her ghost scene program, Jack Osbourne Night of Terror. On Monday, December 19th, she shared a picture of her husky Elvis posing in front of a stunning Christmas tree, and although she didn't appear in the snap herself, she wrote, quote, back home and doing great. Thank you for all, for all the love, unquote. Now, on Friday, EMS workers at the Ventura County Fire Department were reportedly called to the Glen Tavern Inn in Santa Paula, California, on a medical call. And according to TMZ, they took her to Santa Paula Hospital for treatment. Over the weekend, Jack Osborne, who was filming the series with his mother, shared an update with her followers online, but didn't confirm any further details, including the nature of the emergency. Meanwhile, she was briefly hospitalized with COVID in December of 2020, and in recent months, Sharon and Ozzy had been planning to return home to the U.K. after more than 25 years in the U.S., and discussing her decision to return home, Sharon explained, saying, quote, America has changed so drastically, it isn't the United States of America at all. Nothing united about it is a very weird, weird place to live right now, unquote. Well, I can agree with her on that. Now, Ozzy, who is now 74, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2019, and he admitted that his health troubles had changed his outlook on life. And despite this, Sharon dismissed the idea that their decision to relocate was triggered by Ozzy health issues. But she said, quote, I knew people would think that. It's not. It's just time, unquote. And Janelle Monet has been announced as the recipient of the See Her Award, which was presented during the 28th Annual Critic Choice Awards. As described by the Critics' Choice Association, the See Her Award honors a woman who advocates for gender equality, portrays characters with authenticity, defies stereotypes, and pushes boundaries. Monet is the seventh person to receive this honor. Previous awardees include Viola Davis, who was the first honoree, Zendaya, and Holly Berry. The dirty computer musician is being honored for their accomplished careers, including being an eight-time Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, producer, performer, and actor. Now, Monet currently stars in the Netflix Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. The 37-year-old also starred in Antebellum, Harriet, and the second installment of Homecoming, among other projects. It was previously announced that fellow actor Jeff Bridges will receive the Critics' Choice Lifetime Achievement Award at the upcoming ceremony. The 28th Annual Critics' Choice Award will be hosted by Chelsea Handler. The gala will broadcast live on the CW on Sunday, January 15, 2023 at 7 p.m. Eastern. Joe Budden has offered an apology to Megan Thee Stallion on his podcast after facing backlash for his comments about her in the midst of her ongoing trial with Tory Lanez. The 42-year-old had previously expressed his dislike for the Grammy winner for specific things she had done, despite allegedly being the victim of gunshots from the Sorry For What rapper. Now, this is what the retired rapper said during the December 21st episode of the Joe Budden podcast. He said, quote, I'm apologizing to Meg. Meg, the people that love her, her handlers, her team, the people that have to support her through what has to be an exhausting trial. I listened back. I got a few phone calls from women that I love and appreciate and admire. I'm apologizing for the careless manner in which I joked about her mental health. That didn't sit right with my soul and my spirit. That's not funny because whether you believe her or don't believe her, can you afford to be wrong? And the answer is no. Unquote. The Pump It Up artist also offered an apology to his women fan base at large and explained the severity of how badly he felt, stating, quote, that part was very tough for him to listen to. He almost couldn't sleep. Budden was joined by DJ Acad- Academic uh, during the December 15th episode of the JBP to discuss the case during its first week. The former State of the Culture host spoke of how Meg had impacted those close to him, saying, I've seen this woman 
do horrible things to some really good people that I have a long-standing relationship with uh, here in the industry. So I'm biased. You can't just treat my friends and people I F with and people I've seen in the game for 15 years a certain way, unquote. Now, he questioned whether or not she was telling the truth about the alleged July 2020 shooting over the course of the last few years and seemingly wiped his hands of the entire situation. And this is what he said. He said, I got theories, but what I can say is I'm finished with these, the N-word, and I don't like that girl. I can't, unquote. Now, the trial is ongoing with Meg, former friend Kelsey Harris, taking the stand and offering a witness statement conflicting with the story she told in a previous interview. Additionally, a neighbor spoke on seeing both a woman and a man fire what appeared to be a gunshot. Lanes has successfully invaded a, a bribery charge, though he still faces multiple others. Experts also stated his DNA was not found on the gun uh, machine. Um, Joe Budden. He uh, apparently got on his podcast, and he had said, and not, and this is not the first time he badmouthed Megan. Uh, he had said earlier in the year that uh, he compared her, he made comparison to her with the Nicki Minaj. Uh, she's not a Nicki. Uh, she don't sell as many records. How is she uh, being successful? How is she doing this? How is people, you know, he had said that earlier. How is she able to, you know, you know, he had an issue with her. And and I'm I'm starting to see a lot of this lately where these half um so called uh has been artists have something to badmouth um uh, Megan. And um there's a, a podcast show not a podcast show, there's a YouTube show uh where it stars um Claudia uh Jordan, Vivica A. Fox, uh, Lisa Ray, and um, Selena. It's called, um, I, know, I can't remember the radio, sh- uh, the YouTube channel. But they talked about Joe Budden the other day saying, you know, that he's just hating that a female rapper is really uh, taking over the rap game. And this, 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 a lot of sexist tone, misogynist tone about women leading the rap game, especially a black woman. And I'm like, here we go again. There's always somebody always dodging black women. I mean, just just every time saying negative things, not uplifting, just talking bad about them. And we're tired of it. And I'm so glad that these women that's a part of Joe's life, were they personal friends of his or family member, said, really gave him an earful. And a mouthful, you know, and it's like sometimes he just talks, talk, talk without thinking what he's going to say. So you know that's a problem. But I'm glad uh, he apologized and he took a lashing from some people that were very close to him. Uh, right now we have here, uh, what's this? We have here. We got. Uh, we got here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, BTS. Uh, get ready, Army. BTS is doing another concert film, and I'm going to tell you the latest. Also, uh, the, the hierarchy of power uh, at DC Comics uh, did change. And uh, just not in the way that Dwayne The Rock Johnson had intended it. I'll tell you what he meant by that. Tom Cruise has sent a holiday message to fans from a plane in the sky. I'll tell you the latest. And uh, the star of the Whitney Houston upcoming biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Naomi Aki, has raised an eyebrow-raising theory about Whitney Houston. And the sequel to Avatar is blowing the box office out of the water. All those stories and more are coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
his mandatory military deployment and the the rest of the band was there. They were touching his hair. He had just got a fresh buzz cut and everything. They touching and feeling his hair. And it was such, you know, we 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 knew that that day was coming. We knew that day was coming. But watching that video and Army getting emotional watching it, it, it was, just watching it, it was like, oh, man, it's it got real. It got real. I know it got real for me. I was like, wow, this is really happening. He is going in. He's leaving the band. He's the first one. And then, you know, the emotional uh, feelings behind it. And guess what? Fans of BTS, we got six more. We got six more times to go through this again because of the other members. So, yeah, uh, I can't wait to see the concert. I went to the last one. Uh, I went to the one last time uh, they had the um, concert movie. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, the hierarchy of power did change at DC. Just not in the way Dwayne Johnson intended it. Uh, Black Adam, the DC superhero movie that Johnson starred in and produced, was to have launched a new franchise. But Johnson announced Tuesday that plans for a sequel was halted and will not be moving forward anytime soon. The move comes as new DC studio bosses James Gunn and Peter Safran installed just weeks after the movie's October release reshaped the entire DC slate with projects such as Henry Cavill, uh, Cavill Man of Steel sequel and Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman 3 falling by the wayside. Adam released on October 21st was a passion project for Johnson who was attached to play the character for a good 15 years before he hit theaters. And during that time, Johnson became one of the biggest actors in the world and in 2017 used his clout to convince Warner Brothers and New Line to develop a solo Black Adam film rather than have the character introduced in Shazam as a villain. Ahead of its release, Johnson touted uh, plans to develop his own corner of the DC Universe center on Black Adam's characters, such as the Justice Society of America, as well as a future Black Adam versus Superman movie, a showdown teased in a post-credit scene that temporarily brought Henry Cavill back as Superman for the first time since Justice League. Uh, in many promotional appearances, Johnson even used a phrase that became the movie's unofficial tagline as he sought to raise his corner of the D.C. slate to prominent. Uh, the hierarchy of power in the D.C. universe is about to change. However, Adam, uh, disappointed at the box office with only $391 million globally and earned poor reviews, that wouldn't necessarily be a problem to launch a sequel if not for the several factors. One, the movie was inordinately uh, inexpensive, uh, greenlit at $190 million. The movie cost ballooned to $260 million mark, according to sources, and especially after a costly 20-day round of reshoots undertaking after a poor test screening, that does not include marketing costs. Tom Cruise sent a, sent a holiday message to fans from a plane during a skydiving trip to South Africa. While currently on location filming in the next two-part movies, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, the Hollywood Daredevil took to the skies in a plane to film an aerial sequence alongside his director, Christopher McQuarrie, and Tom took the, took the chance to film a thank you message to for his followers. Uh, McQuarrie then interrupted him to remind him they need to get a shot for the film. Tom then ended the clip by jumping out of the plane. He has been filming a two-part movie in South Africa for the past few months with Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 due to land in theaters in July of 2023. Naomi Aki has raised an eyebrow raising theories about Whitney Houston. The English actress wonders if the late singer was pansexual after playing her in the upcoming biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody. In an interview with Laura Pullman for the Sunday Times, the 30-year-old shared what she learned about Houston as a person after filming Rap. She believed that she had insight into the voice, sexuality, referring to the relationship she had with her assistant Robin Crawford in the early 1980s, which is depicted in the film. Now, Aki said, quote, there's something about her that was very free in that and quite modern, given the time she was in. That's something I feel. I don't know who I'll... 
I'll end up with. I think that part of Houston life was actually probably easier for me to understand than some of the other things that she was going through because, you know, love is love, unquote. Uh, pansexuality is defined as a sexual or romantic attraction that is not limited to people of a particular gender, identity, or sexual orientation. That's according to Marian Webster. Houston never addressed speculation about her relationship with her assistant when she was alive. Crawford, on the other hand, confirmed in her 2019 memoir, A Song for You, My Life with Whitney Houston, and a subsequent interview with NBC News in November of that year that they had a physical relationship when they first met. I Want to Dance with Somebody will hit theaters across the nation on December 23rd. The sequel to Avatar is blowing the box office out of the water. Avatar The Way of Water, which was released in theaters Friday, is projected to have earned upwards of $500 million total at the worldwide box office by the end of the day on Tuesday. The new milestone comes after The Way of Water pulled in $134 million domestically over openly weekend and another $301 million internationally for a global total of $435 million, and that's according to Variety. By comparison, the first Avatar movie made around $77 million domestically over its first weekend back in December of 2009, eventually bringing in a total of nearly $750 million domestically and over $2.7 billion worldwide. Uh, Variety, uh, Avatar 2 had the fourth biggest opening weekend of the year. Earlier tracking previously estimated the film would earn $150 million to $175 million domestically and $450 million to $550 million globally with its opening, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The sequel stars Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, uh, Sigourney Weaver, Kate Winslet, Stephen Lang, and more. Avatar The Way of Water is about Jack, I'm sorry, about Jake, played by Worthington, and Natiri, played by Saldana, uh, family, and the trouble that follows them, the length they go to to keep each other safe, the battles they fight to stay alive, and the tragedies they endure. The Duke of Duchess of Sussex has a new Netflix show to celebrate some of the history most inspirational leaders. On Monday, December 19, the streamer released a trailer for the upcoming series amid ongoing fallout from the claims the couple made about the royal family in their six-part Harriet Meghan show. The pair latest show is titled Live to Lead, and due to the release on Netflix on December 31st, it will focus on figures including late U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and New England, I'm sorry, New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, as well as 19-year-old climate change uh, campaigner Greta Thunberg and the former South African President Nelson Mandela. News about Harry uh, Cav- Henry Cavill's possible next role after hanging his Superman cape for good has emerged. The Hollywood Reporter claimed that the actor is heading to an Amazon series based on Warhammer 40,000. The series about the popular science fiction fantasy miniature war game is set 40,000 years in the future where humans are locked in a never-ending war with aliens and magical beings. The humans make up the imperium of man who are uh, militaristic. A race of skeleton-like androids are known as the Necrons. There's also an elfish race known as Eldari, as well as orcs. Nasty aliens are called Tyranids, while uh, Taya... Uh, Tayu is a blue-skinned alien race that may offer some hope. As the series is still in early development, no writers have been attached just yet. The news outlet also states that the uh, streaming platform is in its final talk to lock down the rights to the game following a lengthy bidding war. Henry is best known for his role as Clark Kent, Superman, and Man of Steel, and Batman vs. Superman, uh, Dawn of Justice, and on Wednesday, December 14th, the 39-year-old confirmed that he wouldn't reprise his role for future DC WB movies. 
It's shaping up to be a groovy year in 2023 as Mindy Kaling's new animated series, Velma, has set its HBO Max debut for January 12th. The show, which will tell the origin story of Velma Dickley of the Scooby-Doo gang, focuses on the surprising past of one of the most famous and beloved teen animated animations in history. However, Velma hasn't been without criticism, and Kaylin responded at New York Comic Con in October to Troll's objections about the iconic character now being a South Asian of being of South Asian descent. The Mindy Project star of 43 admitted that she is constantly surprised by reaction to everything on social media. Uh, Kaylin said, "Quote." I think of the character in this as so iconic, but in no way is the gang defined by their whiteness, except for Fred. So I was a little bit surprised, and I think most Indian American girls, when they see this skeptical, hardworking, kind of unappreciative character, can identify with her. I think the vast majority of people are excited and ready for it, and the show is for them, unquote. The Office of Love revealed the new anime series will also address Velma having unresolved sexual tension with a lot of characters. Velma premieres January 12th on HBO Max. Right now we have 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go go and play uh, do another music break, and I'll be back with the last, amaz- uh, last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere.
That was Chris Brown. New music, Christmas music, it's giving Christmas. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Teresa, Teresa Giudice, uh sent support to Ty Chrisley and Julie Chrisley ahead of their prison sentence. Uh, in a new interview, the Real Housewife of New Jersey star said that the couple needs to stand strong before they begin their respective prison sentences. On Tuesday, December 20th, Teresa was asked if she had any advice for the Chrisley No Best star as they get ready to turn themselves in. The Bravo personality who was in jail for 11 months in a fraud case told TMZ that it was important to keep manifesting. The 50-year-old advised them to stand strong for their family and manifest while being in prison what they want when they come out. She said, uh, quote, just to be strong for their children. She said, quote, it's going to be very hard, but they have to make the best of it, but they have to stay connected to their children and make it work. Teresa also noted that having her children visit every week played a huge role in keeping the family connected throughout her trying time. And according to court documents, Todd and Julie had been ordered to begin their prison sentence in January. A motion filed by the U.S. Marshal's Office on Monday, December 13, stating that the disgraced reality stars must report to their respective Florida institutions on January 17. Todd, who was sentenced to 12 years in federal custody, would serve his time at federal prison camp Penascola. Uh, Meanwhile, Julie was, uh, spent her seven-year sentence about two hours away from her husband at the federal correctional institution, Mariana. It's considered a medium security federal correctional institution with an adjacent uh, minimum security satellite camp. Uh, in June, the reality stars were found guilty of conspiracy to defraud banks out of more than $30 million in fraudulent loans. The Chrisleys were also convicted of sexual, um, sorry, of several tax crimes, including trying to defraud the IRS. And throughout the trial, they maintained their innocence and subsequently filed to appeal their sentencing. Lamar Odom once again acknowledged his mistake to his ex-wife, Khloe Kardashian, in the first trailer for his upcoming documentary called TMZ Present Lamar Odom, Sex, Drugs, and Kardashian. He gets brutally honest about his part in ruining their marriage. In the sneak peek video, the former professional basketball player opens up about his drug use during his time with Khloe and how it led to his downfall. He said, quote, drugs was his girlfriend. And he said uh, that he had a wife and cocaine. When asked if Chloe knew he was using drugs throughout their tumultuous relationship, the ex-NBA star bluntly answered, quote, for part of our marriage, I I had to tell her we can't hide that forever, unquote. He also acknowledged that Chloe supported during his darkest times, even after their split. Now, TMZ present Lamar Odom, Sex, Drugs, and Kardashian will premiere on January 2nd, 2023 on Fox before being made available to stream on Hulu the next day. And per the official synopsis, the all-new revealing special takes viewers on a deep dive of Lamar Odom's troubled marriage to Khloe Kardashian, which was a memorable as his incredible basketball career. Lamar talks exclusively to TMZ opening up like never before and about his sex addiction and drug use and how it torpedoed his marriage to the love of his life and turned him into the shell of his former self. The good news, true to form, Lamar has rebounded in a special in a spectacular way. Uh, following his announcement of the documentary earlier this month, Lamar faced a backlash over his alleged desperate attempt to get money. Chloe has not publicly reacted to the upcoming documentary. She married Lamar in 2009 after a, a whirlwind romance. She filed for divorce in 2013 but withdrew it following Lamar's near-fatal overdose at the Love Ranch brothel to assist him during his recovery. She filed for divorce again in 2016 and was finalized later in the same year. The sexual harassment and retaliation case involving criminal minds, producers, and crew members have finally found the light at the end of the tunnel. The producer reached a settlement on the case on Friday, December 16, and according to a press release issued by California Civil Rights Department, the one who filed the lawsuit, ABC Signature, agreed to pay $3 million to settle the case regarding sexual harassment and retaliation on the set of the CBS crime drama series. In the release, it states that 
ABC Signature, as well as other production companies and individual producers, ignore the harassment and fire crew members who complain about the misconduct. The harassment and retaliation violated the Fair Employment and Housing Act, the Ralph Civil Rights Act, and the provision in the Civil Code that prohibits sexual harassment in business, service, and professional relationships. The suit, which was filed in May of 2020, alleged that cinematographer Gregory St. John subject multiple male crew members to sexual harassment, including unwanted touching, caressing, as well as uh, unwelcoming and threatening comments. Uh, St. John was fired from the show starring Mandy uh, Patikin, Joe Mantegna, and Jennifer Love Hewitt in 2018 after crew members complained uh, the crew members' complaints became like public, but according to reports, he had engaged in a pattern of sexual harassment, discrimination, and retaliation for 14 years. Criminal Mind is a crime drama about the elite squad of FBI profiles that ran for 16 seasons on CBS from 2005 to 2020. A reboot, Criminal Minds Evolution, debuted on Paramount Plus in, in November. It produced by ABC Signature and CBS Studios. Mary J. Bly inked a three major deal to have us anticipating what the multi hyphenate has to come. The Wind Down is a talk show in production partnership between Bly's production company, Blue Butterfly, and BET, and will be hosted by the Queen of Hip Hop R&B herself. The series will bring together the hottest, most outspoken, highly sought-after people in entertainment, sports, social media, and politics for raw, provocative, insightful, and real conversation. And this is according to Deadline. Bly's will serve as one of the talk show's executive producers and possibly feature her wine brand, Sun, Goddess, uh, Sun Goddess, which launched in uh, 2020. In a statement, the talented performer and Power Book 2 star said BET had been one of the biggest supporters throughout her career. Blythe's other recent contracts include a seven-look scripted project with BET and a scripted TV project with Liongate Television. The news of the uh, three forthcoming projects follows March uh, announcement that May, Mary J. Bly is executive producing a Lifetime movie inspired by her iconic 1992 song, Real Love. Announced guests to the wind down include acclaimed actress Taraji P. Henson and rapper Young Miami of the City Girls. And founded in 1973 by the late Neil Bogart, uh, Casablanca Records defined the sound of his time and launched the careers of legendary acts, including Parliament, Don Summers, Gladys Knight, Bill Withers, and more. With Casablanca Records being regarded as the most successful independent record company of all time, its story is being told in the upcoming film, Spinning Gold. Helmed by Bogart's son, Timothy Scott Bogart, who wrote and directed the film, and Evan Kidd Bogart, who served as co-executive producer, Spinning Gold stars Wiz Khalifa as George Clinton, uh, Jason Derulo as Ronald Isley of the Isley Brothers, Pink Sweat as Bill Withers, Taylor uh, Parks as Donna Summer, Lettucey as Gladys Knight, Chris Redd as Frankie Crocker, Jay Farrell as uh, Cecile Holmes, and Jeremy Jordan as Neil Bogard. The film will debut on March 31, 2023. And sad news in the world of soap operas, Sonya uh, Eddy, who appeared on more than 500 episodes of General Hospital as Nurse Infinity, I think Empathini, I don't know how to pronounce that, Empathini Johnson uh, has died. A producer of the soap opera said uh, the cause of death wasn't released for Eddie, who was 55. In addition to starring on General Hospital from 2006 to 2015, Eddie earned more than 100 acting credits during a career spanning more than two decades. Born in San Francisco Bay Area, uh, Eddie appeared on popular series such as Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Girl Meets World, Mike and Molly, Glee, and Malcolm in the Middle. 
Trey Sons has turned himself into the police due to allegations of punching two people at a New York City bowling alley. The two accusers are a man and a woman who worked at the bowling alley. The Virginia bred crooner was given a death appearance ticket for assault and then released. The alleged incident happened back in October, and while the man reportedly refused medical treatment, the woman went to the hospital and was treated for minor visible injuries. TMZ noted she also filed a police report where she claimed that the slow-motion singer punched her multiple times and dragged her by her hair in the bowling alley bathroom. The motive behind this is unknown. At the time, Schuster was certain that Song would be clear of all charges. And besides claims of being violent, there have been many allegations of rape and sexual assault against Trey. And report of this bowling alley incident made headlines after a sexual assault lawsuit against him was dismissed due to the statute of limitations. In February, Jahara Jeffrey's lawsuit for sexual assault against Songs was dismissed due to witness tampering. University of Las Vegas basketball player Dylan Gonzalez has also accused him of being a rapist. And the wait for Janet Jackson and her fans to be reunited will not be long as the control singer is heading on tour with Ludacris in 2023. And although many questions why the Together Again tour will feature the acclaimed rapper as her opening act, the answer is quite simple. And during the mother of one recent appearance on Today, she explained the mother of one, actually, she said, quote, I've never done it with him before, so he's a great fit. I thought it would be a lot of fun. And when speaking on the tour overall, she shared she feels great and they're both excited. Uh, Jackson also confirmed with her, her, uh, the co-host that new music will arrive in conjunction with the tour. The highly anticipated event was first teased years ago and again during her recent documentary. Previously billed as the Black Diamond Tour, it was canceled because of COVID and was set to lead into Jackson's retirement. And at the end of the four-part visual, Jackson teased a new single and noted that she wants to go out with a bang. And back in September, she celebrated the 25th anniversary of the Velvet Robe and released its deluxe edition with Teddy Riley's TNT remix of I Get Lonely featuring Blackstreet and uh, the remix of God... Got Till It's Gone, and Timberland Missy Elliott remix of Go Deep finally been made available on streaming services. And not to mention, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, the visionaries behind her career-defining album, also told Vibe they also set to embark on tour in 2023, so maybe fans will get multiple live doses of the pop queen. And Justin Bieber is not happy with H&M new merchandise. The Peaches uh, singer took to Instagram story on Monday to protest the new clothing and item by the brand that featured his likeness, uh, including a sweater dress with a black and white picture of his face and a canvas bag uh, with a different photo of him printed on the front among the other pieces. Uh, He wrote he didn't approve of the merch collection that they put up at H&M, all without his permission and approval. He said he told his fans, don't even buy it if I were you. In the second post, he slammed the H&M merch, calling it trash, and urged his fans not to buy the items. H&M told people, as with all other licensed products and partnership, H&M followed proper approval procedures. Bieber has his own set of merch for sale on his official website, including hoodies, sweatpants, and T-shirts that feature his image and reference to lyrics from his latest album, Justice. A few months after he launched his clothing brand, he released a set of clothing items with Drew Barrymore's likeness. And leading up to the release, he was photographed wearing a white tee, which featured a photo of the actress as a young child when she starred in the 1982 film E.T., The Extraterrestrial. The host of the Drew Barrymore show, for her part, was only happy to help promote the design, posting one of them worn by Bieber on her Instagram and capturing it, Drew Loves Drew House. And uh, radio host I'll Be Sure is opening up about his recent health uh, scare. The 54-year-old radio host gave his first interview this week, speaking to Fox News years after waking up from a two-month-long coma. In the talk, he discussed gaining weight at the height of his career after winning the American Music Award for Best Artist and getting nominated for two Grammys. He began to make some changes after Quincy Jones told him to please get your act together, prompting him to undergo bar- uh bariatric surgery which made him feel and look better 
However, things took a turn for the worse earlier this year when he collapsed while working on his new music before falling into a coma for more than two months. Albie, whose real name is Albert Joseph Brown III, shared that he suffered from multiple illnesses, including retinal failure, to the point that the doctors were considering putting him in hospice. Albie managed to pull his strength together after enduring the near-death experience and is now on the road to recovery. And as his health crisis came to light, Albie also received huge support from industry colleagues and high-profile individuals, including Snoop Dogg, Holly Berry, and Vice President Kamala Harris. And getting back to business, Al is now working on writing a book about his life, creating a podcast, and producing new music. He also recently narrated a documentary about the life of the Reverend Al Sharpton entitled The Loud Mouth. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. I want to wish everybody a a blessed holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy uh, Hanukkah. Make sure you stay safe, enjoy the holidays, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.